0: Experian is out with its 2014 Data Breach Industry Forecast. What are the key predictions for the new year? Hi, this is Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. It's my pleasure to be speaking today with Michael Bremer, Vice President with Experian Data Breach Resolution. Mike, always a pleasure to be talking to you.
1: Tom, uh, Happy New Year, and I'm delighted to be with you today.
0: Let's jump right in, Mike. In your forecast, you say that 2014 is going to be a critical year for breach and incident preparation. What exactly makes this year unique?
1: Tom, I would cite a couple of things. From a global standpoint, there's the new pending legislation. Uh, We've talked about it from a federal perspective in the United States, and I don't think 2014 will be the year when we have a federal data breach notification law. However, in the EU, I think the new pending legislation um, that's supposed to come about in the spring will happen, and there are some implications not only in terms of the amount of time people will have from an organizational standpoint to notify regulators and affected parties, which could be as short as five days, but also potential penalties that could go as high as 2 to 5% of worldwide revenue. Second, I think the implementation of all the health insurance exchanges. I saw recently that over a million people have signed up for the new insurance, and you have 31 different uh, exchanges out there, including the federal one. I think that's a lot of information to be input, transferred, and processed between the sites and the insurance companies. So I, I think that will make a unique year particularly for healthcare, which happens to be the largest vertical that we service in terms of number of security incidents.
0: You've got six specific predictions in your forecast. Let's discuss just a few of those. First up, the cost of a breach. You see the price tag coming down this year. Why is that, and what are the potential ramifications? Well,
1: even on the, the illicit black market for identities, the laws of supply and demand actually apply as well. I think there are so many pieces of identity information or protected health information that is down there that the price has actually gone down significantly. In fact, a recent Dell SecureWorks study said from 2012 to 2013, the price for a full identity string has dropped from 40 to $28 dollars per that string. So those numbers are correct. I think that law of supply and demand is really driving it. I will also say that in addition to that influence of lower market demand, there's there's increased awareness and people are less likely to um, be not prepared for a breach if they're aware that they're susceptible and they have a plan in place. Organizations, because of this lower cost, also will have fewer excuses why they are not prepared, um, because it's less expensive to prepare for them. They can get the budget, and quite frankly, it's much more cost effective if you prepare up front than you pay the price on the back end.
0: The next topic is international breaches. You see the potential for big breaches across borders in 2014. What are the factors that you weigh when you make this prediction? The contributing factors, Tom, that we see, of course, are the fact that
1: consumers really are are globally. There, there's not a limitation because of the not only the internet, but where uh, large global corporations are headquarters. They have consumers all around the world. Second, data is being transferred where the company operates, and whether there are some protections like safe harbor between the EU and the United States, there's lots of companies that have a worldwide footprint, and the data flows where those operations, in fact, are present. I'll also just point out one more fact, and I thought it was interesting, that in 1990, there were about 30,000 multinational corporations Today, in 2013, that number has doubled, and it's supposedly going to be doubling again in the next five years.
0: Another key topic is healthcare breaches. What can we expect to see now in the wake of HIPAA enforcement, and what do you see as the specific takeaways for other industries that are watching health care?
1: Tom, um, according to the latest report on the OCR re- website, that's the Office of Civil Rights that enforces the HIPAA and high tech law. Since 2009, there have been a total of 87,597 complaints. And 25% of them have been resolved by investigation and enforcement. I think 2014, is going to bring a new wave of enforcement actions because of the final on-the-bus rule. And I know we saw recently um, an article where a small doctor's practice um, had a large fine over a million and a half dollars in total, um, but some of these examples are going to be surprising to people because it's not necessarily the size of the entity that's going to dictate the amount of the fine. But it's the severity of the fact they either weren't prepared or, especially during a security incident, they failed to respond properly to not only the regulators but to the affected parties. And I think there'll be some examples set by the OCR in terms of the severity of the fine and the breadth of the fine. The second part of your question um, for other industries, how can they use the learnings here? Well, in particular, because of the new emphasis on business associates, or in terms of outside healthcare, these would be third-party vendors or subcontractors. The level of data breach preparedness that's required for those third-party vendors should be exactly the same as the main company, or in the case of healthcare, the covered entity. So. What is good for the covered entity is also good for that business associate or third-party vendor. And And, in fact, contracts should reflect that, and audits should enforce the fact that those standards are in place all across the ecosystem.
0: Our final topic is breach fatigue. Mike, what are the signs of breach fatigue, and why is this something we should be concerned about this year?
1: Well, breach fatigue simply means that people are becoming somewhat complacent to the letters or the notification emails that they receive about the breach of their personal identity information or PHI. And I think the concern that people should have is that if at least one in four and potentially one in three When the numbers are all compiled for 2013, one in three Americans will receive a data breach notice, and in some cases people will receive multiple notices, that they're not they're becoming desensitized and they're not taking advantage of the free resources to help protect themselves and get their information used. I would say um, quite frankly that I use a 3x example. And the 3x example, there were, there was a large HIPAA breach going on that we serviced, and at the same time it coincided with a large core processor and the State Department of Revenue. So with it, with, in the same geographic area, over a 120 day period of time, there were people that got at least three notifications about a breach of their identity. And you're going to see more and more if the predictions are right for additional breaches where people are going to be getting these multiple r- notification letters. And they need to take them all seriously. And it's not bad that if you have signed up for the identity theft protection for each one of them that you have in a sense duplicate coverage. Versus saying, nah, I have one, I'm not going to pay attention to the other, because not all coverage is the same, not all advice is the same, and they really have to pay attention, individual incident by individual incident.
0: And again, we can't get into every topic that's in your forecast, but Mike, what are some of the other key highlights that you want to share with our audience today? I would say the
1: most important change, Tom, that we haven't mentioned so far is the spirit of cooperation that's happening between attorneys general's and even the Office of Civil Rights in terms of HIPAA and high tech. And what I mean by this spirit of cooperation is the enforcement officials are reaching out and saying to organizations, work with us beforehand. Develop a relationship. We want to help you either before the incident or particularly during an incident, but you've got to give us a heads up and have that relationship. And what this pays out or the payout for this quite frankly, is if you have a relationship, if you're asking advice, if you're giving that regulator or that federal uh, official a heads up to what's going on, more than likely they're going to be cooperative. They're going to help you through the incident and work with you so on the back end there aren't the fines, the enforcement action, and the penalties that would come because you didn't cooperate with them up front. And I see that Um, happening over the last couple uh, months in 2013, and I think it's going to come into full force in 2014.
0: Just one final question, if I may. How should individuals and organizations put your insight into action, Mike? Tom,
1: you've heard me say this before, and I don't mind being accused of acting or sounding like a broken record. Folks need to embrace that they will have a breach. It's not a question of if, it's a question of when. Have an incident response plan that is a live document, not just a bunch of check marks stuck in a binder on the shelf. And finally, practice it. Do live drills. We've seen companies that actually didn't have a response plan the first time around. They put one together. They practiced it. They had another event, and the second event was much more smoothly, not only for the company, but for the affected party. So there's payoff at the end of the the rainbow, and I think those three things alone will help people tremendously as they go into 2014.
0: Mike, as always, I'm grateful for your time and your insight. Thanks so much for taking time to share your forecast with me today.
1: Tom, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, and Happy New Year.
0: The topic has been Experience 2014 Data Breach Industry Forecast, and I've been talking with Michael Bremer, Vice President with Experian Data Breach Resolution. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.